What up? What up? Oh, what up, guys? We got only two of us today. Only two of us. Hey, oh, two of us says James and James, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we got, we got to get our stuff together, bro. Come on now. All right. Let's yeah. just go. There we go. James and James. We got two Jameses here. There What's we up, go. Guys? Now we got Andrew. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle's on a bender, it sounds like. I don't know. We'll see what happened with that. No. Yeah. Beats me what's going on over there, but it sounds like well, he had a long night. So, yeah, it sounds like he's down in San Diego visiting some friends. So, uh, he might jump on a little later. So, we'll see what happens. But, guys, as always, Andrew and James, we're here to talk Chargers. So, uh, we want to talk about we want to talk about breakout players. So who do you guys think uh, in the chat? I know uh, we we're talking about breakout players and we were just kind of having a discussion about today and we thought, you know what, let's let's do we have three offensive players and three defensive players we think are going to be really good, kind of surprise players for the season. So yep. in the chat, what do you guys think? Um, and so here we go. Joey, good, good point. Yes, beautiful morning to char Chargers football. I'm excited. Let's go. You know, we've uh, by the way, um, what do you guys also think about the um the uh the uh the rookies undrafted free agent shorts that we're doing what do you guys think about that you know, yeah I know, you know james you, you took a few minutes you, you think they're turned out pretty good what's your thoughts on them yeah no they're solid you know it's always good to be able to have like little blurps about these guys i mean there's some of these guys we don't really even know truly right. about to be honest sure. um some of them we're just seeing kind of what we could figure out about where they could be a fit on this team and you know, and obviously this is a, this is a job interview for them. It's even more of a job interview yeah. for them um, in comparison to a guy who gets drafted. And I mean, not saying a guy that gets drafted is guaranteed a spot on the team, but it's it's fun to be able to watch and see kind of what we potentially have. And um, you know, and actually, kind of one thing about this video too. I know we chatted actually on our last live. Israel Ramos kind of had a last comment on there talking yeah. about um, kind of what kind of spurred this conversation more or less. Uh, to have a great year, you need to have some con contributors to come from unexpected places like rookies or new signees. There you go. And there you go. That's kind of where we went with this, but we're going to kind of not just focus on the rookies because we're always going to think all these rookies are going to be great and grand and they're going to be the best of the best. They're going to be the rookies of the years, the defensive rookie of the years, like all these things. But it is about trying to find those guys that could just elevate our team further. Yep. Um, and I think we got some guys that could be those guys that could – elevate our team and elevate their play even higher. And I'm, I'm excited about it. And by the way, we're 92 days away from the first preseason yeah. game. So, uh, yeah, I like seeing away. that. I'm That's trying so to crazy. count down these days now here because we're getting closer to football. I kind of say the start of the season starts when uh, training camp starts and when we could go there and watch, watch them play. So, technically – that will be, oh, man, I think that will actually end up being uh, well, August 12th. Excuse me. Hold on. Hold on one second. Actually, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I had a little dyslexia here. Okay. Uh, May 12th to August. How many days till August 12th? Let me, let me, sure. Hold on one second, guys. We got an update. 83 days till our first game for the season in preseason. So, I'm breaking it down more like training camp starts at the end of July. So we're probably sitting a little bit more at the 70 day ish type zone right now till football. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm just ready for it, man. Me too. I think we're all ready for it. Me too. Me too. 
So uh, in in the chat, guys, what do you guys think? Are you guys are you guys hyped for the season? I mean, obviously the answer is yes, of course. You know, every team thinks that they're every team thinks that their team's going to win the Super Bowl this year, and and uh, you know we're we're looking good. We're happy with what we got so far. I mean, I by the way, guys, like I love the draft. I think the draft has been amazing, and everything I look about, everything I see um, going on with the Chargers, I think they did a great job. I've been, I I you know. I know a lot of people are frustrated with Telesco and, and Staley and yada, yada, but man, I just, I just see, I got a video dropping tomorrow. You guys need to check out. Um, I'm going to talk very specifically about Herbert. One of my big poll predictions about him. I, we left him off this list because um, of the video I, I got ready to drop tomorrow. But uh, anyways, good to see you guys. And uh, so we're going to talk about the offensive side of the ball first. Um, so in the chat, what do you guys think? Who do you think is going to be an offensive juggernaut or or a big standout player or a breakthrough player for us next season so um i know james and i got we got a list of three uh on the offense and three on the defensive side of the ball we just want to discuss it with you guys so um so give us some of your predictions in the chat as well too we'll highlight them so let's just start with the first one i know this is this is one james and i've talked about and actually really kyle and i have talked about quite often as well too oops let me show that here we go all right move this around a little bit let me find a better position for us here here we go go like that there it is much better yeah it was that was awkward okay cool so mr spiller yeah. i think i think um i think um yeah you know but by, by the way uh yeah before we go we go into spiller a little bit more here too I, bro i'm telling you right now i do want to get john johnson i'd love to get him i'd love to get yeah. him i think he because look man i want to see derwin down in the box rushing the passer a little more and um yeah dude willie Xander is a good, that's a good one too, man. But look, here's the thing. So James, what are your thoughts on Spiller specifically first before we go into it? Yep. And then, um, and then we'll go from there. And Brian, check out my videos dropping tomorrow. I've been thinking about this one a lot. I want you to, it, it's going to be a solid video. It's all on Herbert. I think, I think the man has a, a legitimate shot to be MVP this next season. Yep. I agree. I agree. And the one thing about JJ too, or John Johnson, if he was able to get on this team right now, we currently have 90 players under contract. Yep. So, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that they can't make a move. They can't let go of one of the guys and add him to this roster. But there is kind of that side of like, I feel like we might not sign that guy. We might not go after him. And the reason why I'm saying that is I feel like a trend sometimes with Telesco yep. is, hey, next man up, the guy next that's been up. waiting. Yep. For his opportunity and alohi gilman has been one of those guys that another one i yep. think has been waiting in the wings my opinion though he did really well without you know uh derwin james on the field and i think he's really proven himself to be that guy even Derek ainsley talked about jt woods too that he yep. could be that guy too so i think there's going to be a really good camp battle in that free safety position big all time around so I think yeah, that'll it, be a fun one to watch. Yeah, and I yeah. So so let's stick to obviously Isaiah Spiller and really why you're 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 high on him and why you think he's going to step up again. The whole yep. Eckler situation is interesting. I know Daryl said, "Hey, X going to go off," but look, you know Xander. I mean, we got it. We got a pretty loaded running back room, but I think Spiller um, again. He's pretty young. I think uh, he's got the he's got the juice. We just got to get got him the on the juice. field. I do think also we're going to see a lot more two running back sets as well. I do. I think yeah. that's going to happen a little more frequently. So yeah. What's your thoughts on uh Spiller specifically there, James? So, I mean, like last year, I mean, he didn't really get a ton of time on field, no, obviously Austin Eckler, Joshua Kelly were kind of the guys. Joshua Kelly did end up getting injured. 
And then you had Sony Michelle there that was basically useless for us. Um, you know, <laughs> he, was, he, I, and he, I think he hurt the quarterback or the running back room. I, and yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't think he did us any favors. He did no favors for us. And that was a late camp signing too, by the way. It was. So like, yep. it just did not seem like it worked out well, but I mean, we drafted um, Isaiah Spiller last year, R- round four, pick 123. He yep. only had about 41 yards rushing, three receptions. Not like he had anything really jumping off the page at all. If you do go back to the Falcons game, he did get some pretty good carries there too that I felt were pretty good. Now, once again, we're in a totally different system here, guys. 100%. And they're building, they're Kelly, building the system right now too. Right. I mean, it's he's building the system right now. Right. And I do think that I feel like Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller are really going to be the one, two, or the two, three, either which way. And mm-hmm. one's going to try to figure each other out of who's going to go over each other. Yeah. Um, I just feel like when I start looking at Isaiah Spiller, and even when you look at some of his highlights back at Texas A&M, I mean, the guy was pretty solid. 5.4 yards average per run, 5.5, 5.6. Yeah. He did get some long runs 85 yards 57 yards 67 yards over his 2019 2020 2021 season yep he did have the ability to make some catches too. 29 catches 20 catches 25 catches you know i just feel like there's something about this guy and once again going back to that idea of tom telesco it's like hey we need a guy just waiting in the wings and he waits his spot out till he gets his chance now going back to that austin eckler rumor and everything about him getting traded and everything like that. I don't, I don't foresee that happening yeah. in my opinion at this point. Um, well, but I, I know the Rams are kind of one of those teams that he may land at. Uh, I think the Rams, the bills and uh, maybe the Eagles are kind of the only teams that yeah. I see right now, but um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I might do a video right. on that as well. Just kind of reviewing all that, but you know, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because in in exactly what Zach is saying right here, the running back got running back room got instantly better with yep. hiring of more, and that's where 100%. I'm pointing to this. Hundred percent. I feel like there's going to be a lot of like two running back base type sets. I think they're going to start utilizing these running backs in different routes in different ways. Yep. Xander Horvath is probably going to be a little bit more involved in the blocking side of things, in my Good opinion. Time. He will be. Um, yep. That's where I think Isaiah Spiller is going to find his way to get better this year. Now. There's a from this point, from what he did in comparison to last year to, to this upcoming year. I mean, it's only up from here at this point for him. But I do feel like he's got the ability to be a very good solid running back for us, too. So yeah, and and I think the biggest issue with him too is he did a bad job of protecting Herbert, right? You know, uh picking the right spots, blitzers, so on and so forth. I think that I think yeah. those are some of the bigger concerns with him. You know, and, and it was kind of funny because like I, you know, again, that's an issue. And Daryl, um, they didn't nobody's talked about him gaining more weight or anything like that, right? And let's not let's not even, you know, again, we're not even talking about Joshua Kelly. Kelly, yep, probably looking pretty good too, right? You know, but I think I think Spiller's gonna be more active, is I guess what we're getting at. I right. think he's gonna have a little bit more to contribute. And again, um, watch my video tomorrow. I talk about Herbert and I talk about Kellen Moore and a little bit how we're going to get more vertical in the offense, yep. which I think is great. So, and, and I think it's a big part of it. Well, um, and we, we even talked about this morning too, just about the whole, the Kellen Moore offense and how it's going to be a 100%. lot of like no huddle kind of situations, yep. a lot of fast pace kind of things. I mean, we're going to see a lot of rotations and I think we're going to design this team to be very quick and to be able to do rotations and substitutions throughout our offense. Because if we're going to end up being a very, very fast-paced offense, I mean, we're going to have to have a guy like Isaiah Spiller step up, a guy like Joshua Kelly step up. Obviously, Austin Eckler is going to step up. But 
you're going to have to put in bodies pretty frequently to be able to rotate them in and out, have yeah. fresh legs. Yeah. So one of the things, um, again, I don't want to reveal too much. The, the thing that I really like about Kellen Moore's offense uh, is that it gets vertical when, when you start yeah. talking about routes. The, the, my, my biggest frustration with Joe Lombardi, and again, I mean, I'll even talk about this as well too, guys. Um, uh, a lot of people were frustrated with Kellen Moore's calls because he did a lot of curls. He did a lot of the other stuff. But the whole point of him doing that was to set up the vertical routes, the vertical yep. moves up. So I think you're going to see a lot of jet sweeps. You're going to see a lot of like interesting kind of motion, man in motion type plays. Um, you'll see a lot. I think you might see some more screens, some other things that we haven't. Again, we we did. It was kind of weird. I felt like we didn't do a lot of screens last season as well, too. I just felt like we really were just out of sync offensively, period. Right. Um, and Brian, but you're exactly right. We need to yep. round the pound and we, we need a bruiser back. And I think that really could be Horvath, in my opinion. Right. You know, because because you know, if that guy can just just give it going, you know, I th I think he's going to be really solid. So, yep, yep. I think it's time for for our boy here to really step. I I think he's got all the talent. I exactly, you're exactly right. Um, Xander fits that position. Just somebody to just bruise the ball downfield. Think of think of the guy that I wanted last year's draft. Um, our boy from BYU that went over to the Falcons. Why am I drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden? Uh, Ty Tyler Tyler right here. And he's a converted linebacker, just like Xander Horvath, just a big yeah. bruiser back. And I'm like, why? And I was so frustrated that we never used him in those short yard situations. I actually think he's just going to be used as a running back personally. I mean, they yeah. might line him up more as a tight end a little bit as well, too. But I think Spiller, I think he's he's going to finally step up. We'll get more touches and we'll go from there. So, yeah, I'm I think excited. there's going to be some unique formations with double uh, tight yeah. end or uh, double running back base sets which is I think it's going to be different from like, say if there's Eckler and say Spiller or Spiller and Kelly or Kelly and yep. Eckler. Yep. I think there's going to be some adjustments because it's going to really play to their strengths. And I, that's the one thing I think about Kellen Moore that I think he's going to find a way to be able to use our players' strengths. And I think that there's going to be some interesting formations all around. I mean, I was looking over like Kellen Moore's formations that he did with um, the Cowboys last year. And there were some wild things that he ended up doing on Big field. Time. I mean, even to say the last play against the Niners, by the way, where it was Zeke Elliott getting freaking destroyed by the, uh, he was like the lone snapper basically to Dak Prescott, which was a weird, weird play call all around, but he had <laughs> yeah, like right. everybody spread out on the line. And yeah. Zeke yeah. was the only blocker to basically Dak. It was the weirdest little call, but like, I understand. It's just trying to play a little bit of game of confusion all around. And that's, yeah. All he was trying to do. Yeah, throw your questions out now as well to Aether and anybody. Yeah, just keep them going. We'll, we'll weave them into the conversation. So, we're, again, we're going to be picking three offensive players and three defensive players we think are going to be breakout players for the for the Charters next season, yep. right? So, Absolutely. yeah, toss your thoughts out. Um, and, by the way, Zach, I have my video dropping tomorrow on Herbert. Um, I'm going to make some pretty bold predictions, as, as, uh, as uh, Aether and everybody likes to say about Herbert and our offense next season. So it's something yep. I've been thinking a lot about. I wanted to talk about it. By the way, I've been reading a lot of more about, man, it's so funny to me. I just, I don't understand. Because I think, isn't isn't the Schottenheimer running the Cowboys now, right now? Yeah. Yeah. And he's more of a running game type of guy. And again, yeah. that's, that's it's it's ridiculous to me because, see, Kellen Moore was like, no, let's just lay off the scoreboard. That's a big yeah. reason why I think our offense is going to be so good. We want to get vertical. We want to use that speed and move the ball downfield fast, explosive oh, big plays. Big time. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because I know people in the comments are talking a lot about like, we need more of a ground and pound kind of like yep. offense and everything. I don't think we really have a team built for ground and pound in my opinion, yeah. but I do think there's a time and place for it. That's necessary. Going back right. to the Marty Schottenheimer, you know, Marty ball and everything like that, you know, find a way to be able to slow the clock down. You know, there is an idea that even against the Jaguars in the playoff game, we lost that game because we did not have a running game. So 100%. There is kind of an idea of like, we need to find that balance. And there's guys that I think ahead that we'll chat about that I think can be different make different makers for the running game. But Isaiah Spiller to me, I think has, now once again, I'm not expecting Isaiah Spiller to have a thousand yard base season. I'm expecting to just see, hey, we got this fourth round guy that's actually pretty good for us. Yep. You know, Tom Telesco talked a lot about in the draft. He doesn't, he doesn't necessarily draft about this year. He drafts for the next year. 100%. So, 100 this last draft in my opinion was critical for next yep. year for us specifically for salary but knowing that if say austin eckler does end up walking after the season which he only has one year left of his contract or gets traded off we're gonna have to really rely on isaiah spiller and joshua yep. kelly probably at that point yep. so so um yeah this is a good question here and daryl uh i do think we probably have more for one season. I, I yeah. think he's going to be a head coach, man. I, I just, I just, I don't, I mean, there was discussions that he was going to be a head coach this season and, you know, he got let go by the Cowboys. So let's go to our next uh, person. So I know Brian brings it up. Um, ooh, maybe Davis. What do you guys think? Yeah. Um, yep. He's our, he's our, he's our second choice. Um, we already know that he's actually going to be used right out of the gate in special team. Well, I shouldn't say he for sure is right. He's, that's largely why he was drafted. Um, but his ability also to play the offensive side of the ball. The, again, you heard it here first. Lightning bug. That's his nickname. Lightning, lightning bug. bug. Baby. Lightning bug. I mean, four three eight speed, dude. I mean, that guy's got wheels. That guy's yeah, got he, wheels. I ain't never been that fast my whole life. Not even in the car, dude. I tell you what, dude. So you know, Whew. but but the thing about him is he's 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 elusive. He's quick. We're gonna use him on sweeps. Yeah. I think there's gonna be a lot of man emotion. The thing about him too, I, I kind of look at him and then, um, you know, other folks on our team, I could see us doing a lot of the uh, Miami, uh, you know, offense, right. They get vertical very quick yep. um, and kind of do those like choice routes uh, and just split the safeties up the middle. Right. And I, I yep. feel like that's one of the things I really like about Kellen offense too, is he wants to, when he passes the ball downfield, he wants it past the sticks. You have three shots yep. of getting it past the sticks, you know? And then fourth and Staley, I think I think the, the offense will make more sense. But this guy right here is going to be a nice a nice weapon for Justin Herbert. And they just got to get on the same page. But uh, but they'll get there. So man, you know the thing about Darius, in my opinion, he's going to be a factor on special teams. He's going to be a factor on offense. And hundred percent. Now I'm not be. saying he's going to be number yep. one receiver by any means, nope. but he's going to be one of those guys that's like a DeAndre Carter kind of guy for us. I mean, which is literally he's just taking over DeAndre Carter's job at this point. Um, who went to the Raiders yet again, another charger went to the Raiders. And by the way, that the Raiders are going to be awful next year. I mean, the more I keep hearing about everything that's going on with them, they're going to be a dumpster fire once again. Yeah. But I even, I didn't, didn't I see some rookie they, they drafted, they already cut him loose already. Yeah. I saw that somebody (laughs) that they already drafted cut and like, it's, it's wild to me because like you're starting to hear all these Hunter Renfro rumors that he's going to get cut after June 1st. You're starting to hear, you know, um, Devontae Adams potentially getting traded after the post, you know, June 1st. 
I mean, who's on that team at that point, guys? Yeah. Like, yeah, Jimmy G's yeah. the only dude on there. Like, Darren Waller's gone. Like, dude, that team is gutted, man. Man, oh, he, and but, yeah, Jimmy G oh. spot just banging strippers and and, and yeah. porno chicks, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's going to be a train wreck. And I really don't think I don't think uh, the Broncos are going to be good either, man. I mean, like uh, Sean Payton, dude, that guy's getting paid way too much money. By the way, Zach, yes, uh, fastest player in college, yo. I'm just a fan of that guy, man, for sure, dude. I just really oh, think yeah. he's going to be awesome. I mean, I, again, you just remember, you know, we got Quentin, right? We, I wanted Z Z Zay Flowers, right? Yeah. But this is another version of Zay Flowers. He's he's a little bit more, kind of does it all. Um, but I think uh, Darius Davis, if we use him correctly, I think we'll, we'll we'll get a lot of utility out of him. I guess that's a good point, right? Yeah. They're going to use yep. him in the run game. They're going to use him in the pass game. They're going to use him in special teams. His value is very big. Big, um and big yeah yeah the thing is though he's a player that could be utilized in a lot of different areas for us and 100%. that's i think what tom telesco likes is a guy who's very versatile yep we needed speed just like what he said too he talked about he's another version of t billy and yep. he's a guy that just could go downfield for us and the thing about it is and one thing i like about darius he could add another dimension to our run game too and that's the whole thing that i kind of feel like he's going to be able to do those jet sweeps he's going to find ways to be able to open up through holes I mean, 4.38 seconds at the running back or a guy with the ball behind the line is a dangerous, dangerous weapon for us. Big time. And bigger thing, though, too, special teams for us. I can't remember the last time we took one to the house. Maybe Antonio Cromartie back in the 109-yard you know, punt return that he ran back for a touchdown, which was <laughs> yeah, right. forever ago. It's but been like, a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been yeah. a minute. I mean, this guy in his college career has five punt returns for touchdown, one kickoff return for touchdowns. I mean, he went for a hundo on his kickoff return. Yep. 73 yards on one of his touchdowns, 67 yards for one of his touchdowns, 82 yards for one of his touchdowns. If you got a weapon like that, like I, I feel like a Deontay Hall kind of like vibe about this guy where he's just going to be able to just take him to the house and be that extra threat. You know, it's adding pressure more to your opposition of a guy that could take it to the house and score a touchdown on you and hurt you. I mean, Think of our offense as a top five, top three offense, too, where we could just take it downfield and score touchdowns every single time we have it. Now we got a guy that, hey, when you punt the ball to us, we could find a way to be able to get a touchdown, too, on special teams. So we could score in multiple different ways, guys. And I I think Darius Davis is going to do great things all the way. And by the way, in his interview, he says he like he wants to learn to play pickleball. Hit me up, boy. You, you, Arizona is full of great pickleball, by the way, if you want to come on out, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm hyped on him. I mean, I, I think he's been super solid, and I just feel like bottom line, he's 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 ready, man. Like, so I'm excited. I'm excited. So, so, anyways, we're high on lightning bug. Uh, high we go? on lightning bug. High on lightning bug. High on lightning bug. And um, so maybe we should go to the final one uh, for offense. And by the way, maybe, maybe let's go to some questions here real quick uh, before we move on. I know Aether talked about Patrick Mahomes here. Yep. Thanks. I found out Patrick Mahomes. 12.8 wins per season. That's crazy, yeah, man. It's crazy. You know, I, I look, the guy knows how to win, right? Andy Reid's at his top of his peak, you know, coaching. I mean, I, I tell you, man, they don't, you know, the Chiefs, they they don't lose. They just don't lose, yeah. man. And it's just, it is what it is. Um, and and you know, Daryl, I, I will say this. Um, you know, the fumbling is always an issue, but you know, you can't ever 
you can't worry about stuff like that, right? I mean, it's just part of the game. Obviously, you know, yep. you got to focus on that. I know uh, you, what do they call that? The tiki tuck. You know, you, you get the ball and you you, you know you got to yep. tuck it. He, he needs to tuck a little bit better up there, a little oh, higher yeah. up to his body oh, yeah. right there. You know, from that specific picture right here too. You um, know, I was going to say one thing about the whole Patrick Mahomes twelve wins on average since he's been a starter. The thing about it is, is it starts from the AFC West needs to beat them up basically. Yes. And yes. To my video that I did, that the Chargers are the threat in the in the um, AFC West. I mean, I don't think the Broncos will be a threat. I don't I sure don't think the Raiders will be a threat to dang near anybody. And I'm going to do a video on the Raiders too. I'm going to get a little rise out of that fan base. By the way, I'm going to bring the heat about the, the heat Raiders. Uh, but the thing about it is, Andy Reid's record versus the AFC West since he's been here since 2013: 25 yep. and 10. It's crazy. 25 and 10. Crazy, dude. I mean, it's crazy, dude. He's owned us. If we could just have a team that could sweep them, that's the shift of what that whole regime is all about. At that point, that shifts twelve wins to eleven wins. That shifts to ten wins, possibly. That yep. allows somebody to possibly take this division once again. So that's the whole thing I'm saying is that Chargers are the threat here, and they do have a chance to be able to do that. And I and. We're not far off. Last four years, we've been a three-point differential between games. Yep. Like, it's not like we've been far off, guys. It's neck and neck. It is. Yep. This this draft class and these additions that we're adding, like, say, uh, Davis right here, that's adding another, like, threat to other teams that we play and the Chiefs and adding speed to this team, adding guys that are X-Factor type players. And it's – we're close. We're close, guys. We're close. We just got to find a way to be able to beat Andy Reid, and we're not far off. And we're not far off at all. Yep. And even Chiefs fans chimed into that video, too, and they're like, you know, they, they've always been the one that's been the closest. They've always been the one that's the closest. So, yep. Hey, we just find a little bit extra. We can make 100%. that. Yep. And, and keep your comments. Again, guys, like and subscribe. Uh, Keep it coming here as well. So let's 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 go through some of these questions real quick, and then we'll go to our final one for the offense. Um, yeah, yeah, Palmer. So by the way, I interviewed Palmer. Um, I think he'll beast out. Now, the thing that I thought was really interesting about Palmer is he was like, "Look, we all can eat. They're, they're yep. there for all of us. We, we, you know, everyone has a role. Everyone has a place to be. And I think that's really where uh, Kellen." spread the ball around more, but this is kind of my point, right? I think this guy's going to be utilized very differently. Um, yeah. And again, let's see, what's the other one here? Uh, tight end situation, Everett and Parham. Look, I think Everett's going to ball out as well. Parham, I think, he, you yeah. know, he's actually been a better blocking tight end than we even thought. I mean, he's a really tall guy, um, yeah. but they're probably going to use our boy, um, the dude from Georgia. God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. All Trey of a McKinney. Uh, our tight end. Trey McKinney. McKitty. Yeah, we go. McKitty. Yeah, McKinney's yeah. just been really bad at blocking. You know, that was kind of yeah. his deal, but he just wasn't good at it. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's interesting thing about our tight end position. I kind of feel like it's going to be a somewhat of an afterthought, in my opinion. Um, I don't really think that Everett and Parham will be major, major com contributors in the pass game, in my opinion. I feel like there's going to be a lot more three, four uh, wide receiver base kind of sets that are going to be involved. I mean, not saying that they're not going to be involved, but I think that's going to be a little bit more of a spread out kind of offense for us. So, you know, with having Josh, Josh yep. Palmer there, and he had a really good year last year, he's got to get his looks. He's he going to get his looks. And 
I think there's going to be a really, really interesting uh, setup here for this offense. So much different than what we had. Yeah. Agreed. All right, so let's go to the final one that we think is going to be good. And this is a bit of a humble pie for us. Uh, of both bros here specifically too. <laughs> yeah, you know, just because what we thought. We drafted him. Holy smokes! Yeah, I know. It's like, oh my goodness, it's our boy Quentin, number one. Yeah, and I think um, the more that I've learned about this guy, the more I think he fits the system perfectly for us. And Chris, you called it, man. Uh, yeah, Chris. Yeah, Charger Chris. Yeah, you're in the chat, uh, bro. Like the more I've looked into, man. I remember you, you. You were calling us out. You're like, bro, you, you you need to figure it out. Like, he's 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 gonna be solid. And I'm like, I don't know about this, you know. And but look, he's humble. He's got all the talent of the world. And I think his here's the difference. Zay Flowers, I think, is good, and he will be good. Yeah. But I think Quentin Johnston has a better opportunity. His ceiling is higher. Is probably the best way of saying it. So um, I think there's more that you can get from him compared to someone like a Zay Flowers. Yeah. So that's my thought. Well, the big thing about him, man, like his mannerisms and a lot of people say, man, we feel like he's like Kobe Bryant. Like he kind of talks like Kobe Bryant, you know, yeah. like, let's hope he, he is going to be Kobe Bryant for us on, on uh, the field. And the thing about it is, is there's a lot of people that broke down like his like clips. And by the way, you know, when people kept chatting about, oh, wow, Justin Herbert hasn't reached out to, to, to Quentin Johnston. Oh no, what's going on here? Like everybody was seeming to me make that a big deal. Like, and then next thing you know, he's throwing passes to him. It's not like Justin Herbert's mad that he drafted him. He's just busy, you know, at the same side, like, and then he started yep. throwing passes to him. Everybody's yep. like, wow, they, Oh, great connection. Quentin Johnston looks great. His footwork look is amazing. Like, I think it's just one of these things that he's going to add such a good downfield threat kind of yards after catch threat for this team yeah, last year we chatted teams. about that mm-hmm. we need a guy that's a yak guy like we don't have nope. a yak guy at all and so we got a guy now that's a tall big body kind of guy has a slippery slipperiness to him if I, that's a word i don't know uh that could find a way to be able yeah. to get to the open field and find a way to get downfield and get those extra yards after catch like keenan allen's a great spot catcher He'll get you to the spot and maybe yes. get you a yard or two. Mike Williams, to me, has always been a 50-50 guy. Obviously, he's had some longer um, longer catches, but it's like he's almost like more played as a 50-50 guy. Quentin Johnston's going to be massive for this team, and he's got a great chance, in my opinion, to be one of the top or at least talked about as an offensive rookie of the year this upcoming year. So I'm really, really excited well, to see yeah. how he plays. Yeah, not only that, I think I think they're gonna put uh wide receivers on rotations, right? We Allen and Williams have had some injury issues. So you know what? They'll probably say, fine, you can take take a breather on this one. You know, yep. let's let's let Quinton and Darius be out there for this 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 drive or you know, maybe a couple plays in a row, you rotate people in and out. You know, I think there, there's gonna be a I really do think it's gonna be a true rotation. Um, so Aether, just to answer your question really quickly, I do think um, yeah, this actually has frustrated me to, to know it yeah. because we did want to get Kevin O'Connell. He was number one choice for Brandon Staley and, and uh, McVay blocked it. I could see that happening as well too. The one thing I will say though, it was a little fishy to me the way that Moore left the Cowboys. Yeah. I kind of got the impression that Moore and, 
and uh, Brandon Staley were talking quite a lot behind the scenes. Um, and then I think he probably had a conversation with, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy and said, Hey, I, I kind of want to leave. I'd like to go somewhere else. You know, the charters want me, yada, yada. And then I think that's kind of what happened. So, I mean, it happened so quick. I just kind of feel like there was some, something going on there. So, uh, and you're right. You can block. I, what, what is it, James? Like, was it four or five coaches that you can just say, cause you have to give permission yeah. to interview yep. for other roles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, can, you could you can say, block sorry, interviews. you yeah. can't leave. You can block. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. what is it? Three, is it three coaches or four? I can't remember. It's three or four coaches. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember the exact number, but yeah, you yeah, can block. Coaches, the, I yeah. mean, yep. That would yep. be great. I um, mean, that's a possibility. I mean, the thing about it is, man, like it's going to be a tough situation. And I mean, it's the, the other side of it is, is that the Chargers do have uh, another coach that came from Dallas too, that we ended up bringing in too. So, you know, it's not to say like if Kellen Moore leaves, okay, hey, cool. Like we're not going to be able to have continuity. I mean, we did end right. up getting, um, oh my gosh, what's his dang name? I'm trying yeah, to the quarterback coach. Right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, new Heisel or something like that, or something or something or other like that. Yeah, he was uh, he was the quarterback coach. Doug the Newsmeyer. Newsmeyer. Yeah, Newsmeyer. Yeah. Yep. So yep. We, there is that level of continuity that we could potentially just kind of, you know, have kind of that offense mind there but Kellen Moore I guarantee if he lights up there are going to be some phone calls coming to his way and I hate that Big because time. you don't want to go into the playoffs having this coach getting interviewed and I always feel like sometimes they start separating themselves from out of being focused on the game ahead of them and like my hopes is is that if that happens Brandon Staley says hey you can't interview till basically our season's done kind of thing yeah like yep. I really hope that's my my thoughts um too so I don't know when Brandon Staley did come in, he said, Hey, look, like I want to be able to create a culture with this team to create head coaches for other teams kind of thing. So I think there is kind of that idea that that's what they want to do. So yeah, you just don't want it to be like hey, first playoff game. All of a sudden this phone's ringing off the hook and he's going to take a job with X, Y, Z team or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And a good point here too, uh, Daryl. Yeah, he is actually catching with his hands a little more, yep. which is good, you know. And I think I, some of it, I, I think they they were going to correct that for sure. I think they all knew that was going to happen. Um, and again, I, you know, Brian, you know, one of the things I would say about you know Herbert, Herbert's just a different type of leader, right? He's not yeah. he's not a Phil Rivers. Now, I will say, talking about Austin Eckler, man, I I, I went back. Um, do you realize like? During the Super Bowl, they asked Austin Eckler specifically about that playoff game. And, you know, he kind of threw Justin Herbert under the bus. I don't know if you yeah. remember hearing him say that. He basically said, like, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, man, you're, you're the quarterback. You need to step up. You need to step up. And yeah, he's not wrong. But the, I think the way he went about that was a little bit not good, right? Yeah. And, I, and um, you know, you don't want to throw your quarterback under the bus. And that's frustrating yeah. to me. So that was a little frustrating. So I might do a video on Austin Eckler. I kind of want to kind of recap some of the things that's happened to him specifically. So, um, and then also Zach, yeah, I think his Q ceiling is going to be huge, man. I just, I just, the more I look at that, it's going to be great. By the way, one of the thought on this too, one of the things that I would love to see is use someone like Easton stick and, and, and Dugan um, more like a Taysom Hill uh, in uh, at the saints. Right. Cause like we got these guys on the roster, they're just sitting there screwing around with the stupid clipboard when I use them, yeah. you know, um, in, in some yeah. plays, you know, we're trying to yeah. mix something up, you know, um, dude, and, and Dugan, man, he's got a lot of like long yeah. run plays. And he does. so 
Big time. He really yep. could be one of those guys that could surprise yeah. people. I mean, and Easton Sticks got he's a very like he's a squirmy little guy out there too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he could move around. I think it'd be fun. And that's the one thing I really appreciate about Kellen Mora because I feel like going from uh Lombardi, who kind of was very vanilla, just hey, we play it the way it's intended yep. versus let's try to think things through differently. Yep. And I think Kellen Moore does a great job of thinking through things through and try to find new ways to be able to create new offensive plays. I think he just thinks better all around. And I would love to be able to see some of that um, yeah. wildcat situations or whatnot with those players. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and on top of that as well, too, I would also say that, you know, he's a quarterback, right? He was a quarterback at Boise. Yeah. And Boise, you know, did a lot of interesting things, right? And, you know, they, they ran a lot of trick plays, and let me let me make this very clear, guys. Watch my video tomorrow. I, I'm breaking down all of this um, on the offensive side of the ball, right? And so, Kellamore wants to light up the scoreboard, and Brandon Silly's been very clear. He is not going to get in his way. He's going to let him do whatever he wants to do, and just change the offense, right? And so, like, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Yep. So I'm ready. Okay. So now we probably want to go to the defensive side of the ball. I know. Um, you know, it's kind of one of the things we've been discussing here. So I'm going to start with, let me see. I, I'm going to start with one we already talked about. I did a video on this, guys. Um, and um, uh, again, our boy here. Yeah. Um, I think I think we could have, he could, again, I actually think he's going to be the uh, comeback player of the year next year. J.C. Jackson's ready. Um, what do you guys think about J.C. Jackson? I mean, you guys agree or disagree with me on that in the chat, right? Do you think he really can be a comeback player? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, I, I commented with a lot of people on this, um, on that video and I, I don't love it when TMZ gets involved, they start interviewing people and I'm just not a fan because I feel like TMZ is a bunch of slime balls to begin with. And so again, he was just kind of catching him outside and just kind of threw some questions at him, yada, yada. But, but my point is I don't want our guys, um, in the media, right. I, I want them focused on football and I, I do feel like, you know, it's one of those situations, but I think JC Jackson yeah. can have a breakout year, man. I think the guy's ready. I will say this and I'll, I'll, I'll pass to James here. Um, you know, I think once Brandon Staley finally said, all right, you play that guy, just shut him down. He played better. That's what he does well. So they're going to have to figure out how to really utilize him correctly. I think, he tried to keep getting him to to do this sort of quarters and man zone type stuff. And that's just not really what he's good at. So yeah. I, I'm very, my belief is they're probably just going to say, all right, knock out that guy. You're you're, you got Jalen Waddle, you got Tyreek Hill. He's your dude. You you get all over him like white on rice. So we'll see. So yep. Yep. what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. And the thing I like about JC Jackson and, and even to say like, TMZ is definitely not a platform you want to be on. I always feel like they try no. to expose you, but at the same side, the hearing about what he was talking about is like, look, I'm going to be ready by, uh, I'm going to be a hundred percent by the start of the season. Like, and you know, we didn't draft a cornerback at all. Cause I nope. think the chargers know where JC Jackson's head's yeah. at 100%. and it starts. And even in that interview, he said, Hey, look, like mentally, you just got to be in the right place. Bottom line. And he's, I think very much in the right place. And I love when he talked about the Patriots game, like he basically yep circle that on the calendar like i'm coming back for revenge and i'm going to just take these fools out and dude we always lose to those guys always 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 like, knows to do. he knows what to do man he knows what yeah to do. and yeah. you know jc jackson man like i'm expecting massive 
massive things from him. Return on investment will be massive for us. And I'm really excited about him. And I remember even last year, we kept doing a lot of like videos of like updating on JC Jackson and like, man, what is going on with him? And I think it was, uh, who was it that ended up putting comment in there? I think it was Zach. He says, you know what JC is capable of? I'm just worried if he's not a fit in the system. The yep. thing about him, and I think last year, I think they knew he had a bad ankle. Obviously, he had a surgery yep. on his ankle. And then he had kind of the knee situation. I think they were saying, hey, let's put him off coverage a little bit versus man-to-man because he is truly more a man-to-man kind of guy. He is. Yeah. And I do think that he's going to be more a man-to-man guy this upcoming season, in my opinion. And uh, I'm just excited to see a guy that could get a lot of interceptions for us on the on the defensive side. We didn't. We only had one guy that had three picks all last year, and that was um, Bryce Callahan, who's still yeah, available, by the way. Still available, um, yep. So – I don't know. I'm excited about JC Jackson because I think he's going to elevate this defense to a whole new level. If Mr. INT could be out there and be 100%, they say a patellar tendon takes about six months. Obviously, that's where the mental side of things kind of come in play, where mentally you have to trust your knee is going to be healthy. But he looks like he's going to be very healthy. I mean, he's running on treadmills, probably going 18 miles per hour um, from what I saw. Like he looked really good. Obviously, you need to be a little bit faster in that position. Um, but, dude, he's only got a, he's got about a, a month and a half from now until training camp. Man, if this guy comes out there, everybody on that defense will be so much better. We'll have a, a, a Revis Island situation with him where we could take out their number one receiver completely with J.C. Jackson. And it'd be yep. awesome to see and see what you could do with, like, Derwin James at that point. Like yep. you could move around Derwin even further, dude. Like even even this offseason, there's been talks about like push Derwin a lot more to the edge and make him rush the the passer. Yeah, I I'm a big believer of that. In fact, I um one of the people we were kind of discussing is is maybe um, J T Woods and Alohi Gilman, right? We don't. I still I don't even think we know who's going to be the starter in that that second position because. I think they want JT Woods to be the guy. You know, I don't think Lowy is or Low is really the guy. Um, but yeah. if if you could get one of those guys to play well, then you could put Derwin as a pass rusher. Forget about it, dude. That guy puts yeah. people in the ground, man. I mean, yeah, he's he's a freak of nature. Derwin James yep. is a freak of nature. And one so of my favorites. I so again, I I I think you know, man, it it just I guess it frustrates me when I when I think about last season how many people were injured. JC Jackson was out. Yeah. You know, Bosa was out. Dude, yep. just everyone just I mean didn't Derwin yeah. James missed a few games too. Needed to. Yeah. And I yeah. just I just was so frustrated with the way we yeah. uh, just anyways. But, but I but, think that's the thing. If you look at the depth chart of this team now and I love uh Drill's uh comment there. It's like I think he really wants to be JC Jackson. Yep. I don't know. I'm not totally on the hype train, but then right after that but I got no problem eating my words. And that's the thing. Like (laughs) we all hope to be able to see this guy out there. We know what he can do. And we just hope that he's going to be that guy. The league knows what he can do. I mean, everyone knows what he can do. And he's a great candidate for a comeback player of the year next year. And the thing is though, when I was, when we were talking about doing this video, I, I looked at our complete like roster as a team. And I'm like, to be honest, man, like our first team, second team, like we're pretty good all around. My concern is the yeah. offensive line. Like yep. offensive line is a little thin in the the back end of it. So like when you start looking at the second team, um, you got your Foster Sorrell, Brendan Hymas, Will Clap, Jordan McFadden, who I think could be very good. 
but Andrew Trainer, like we don't really have like that deep of a situation there. So that is my concern on this team and depth side, but that's a completely different subject, by the way. But but at the same side, I think this team has built a very, very good deep team all around. And I'm hoping my bold predict prediction this year is that we are healthy for once. We are going to be yep. one of the most healthiest team. We got rid of our trainer after 30 years. Maybe he was the problem. <laughs> yep. Maybe we don't need a trainer. I don't know. Like maybe the guy is actually going to be these players know how to treat their bodies and know how to, you know, communicate it properly now. Like I yep. feel like there was a lot of disconnection with like the coach of uh soft tissue or you know, I don't know, whatever uh day-to-day kind of situation. Nobody really knew and it was frustrating. So yeah, 100%. I'm just hoping that's going to be the case this year. Yeah. And again, we talked quite a bit about Xander earlier. We, we'd already yeah. talked about our offense, but I, I think he's going to be pretty solid. Oh my God. Storm Norton. Let's oh, not, not bring no. that up again. No. I don't no. want to see that ginger ponytail ever again, nope. dude. I, I think mean, he signed with the dolphins. I want to say, I, I think I'm he pretty, did. Yep. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, we don't need him back. Sorry. No, but, well, no, he's with the Lions. He's with the Lions. Oh, Lions. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. So uh, there was somebody here to talk to a little bit about our next person here. So what up, Larry? Again, uh, I'm sorry. Say again. What's that? No, I said, what up, Larry? Oh, what's up? It's all good. Up, yeah. You're here, man. You better it's all better, my man. Hey, hey, you can rewind, babe. It's all good. It's all good. All right, so <laughs> let's let's go. Let's go another person now. Now again, I think I think we're gonna have a lot of defensive, you know folks step up right and and i really think uh asj is gonna be solid um i i just feel like he's 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 gonna be great you know i think that you know the guy is just a baller i think he's gonna be awesome i mean there's so many things look i think we, we talk about interceptions interceptions happen because of pressure in most cases right you know and so i think a lot of interceptions didn't happen last season because we didn't get any pressure we you know you could double you know double team Khalil Mack. Khalil was kind of having a hard time uh, you know, getting some pressure. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, here we go. Bold prediction. Zach, here we go. ASJ top three in interceptions. I Look, yeah. I really do think that um, I think that, you know, we're going to do well, man. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of what he can do. Uh, yep. Aether, defensive player of the year. Um, dude, I really believe. Please. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, you know, I think JC Jackson, you know, is going to be good, but I think Asante Samuel will be great as well too. And then let's not forget Mike Davis, guys. I mean, Mike Davis yeah, had a exactly. great season too, right? So, golly, man, you know, it's just it's it's frustrating. But you're right, Charger Chris. Look, we need to break that curse, man. I don't know why we keep getting hurt, but golly, dude, it's gotta find a way. Yeah, dude, you know, um, what was it? The head coach for the Bulls who ended up winning multiple championships with them, um, <laughs> and then went over to the Lakers. What the what's that guy's name? Oh. Uh, Oh, Phil, Phil, uh, Phil, uh, Phil something or other, whatever his name is. (laughs) Triangle, triangle, triangle offense. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing about him, he would do things like he would sage the locker room and sage players to try to get away bad energy from players. Like I really kind of hope, yeah, Phil Jackson, there you go. But I really hope in my opinion, we should start saging that dang, you know, players and get players and get bad mojo off of them and stuff. Something silly. Let's just try something, man. Like, let's just try something here, guys. Like, gosh, like it'd just yeah. be nice to be yeah. able to have a nice, healthy season. And, you know, going back to Asante Samuel, I mean, he's ended the season with three picks. He was balling out against the Jags. Yep. We got Mike Davis. 
I think the big thing is, though, we don't know what J.C. Jackson's going to be. We hope he's going to be 100% ready for the season. I mean, he's going to be a, a great weapon for us. If Mike Davis is going to play on the outside starting or vice versa or in the inside, I'm not sure exactly where it's going to end up going. But Asante, I feel, is going to have a massive, massive season. His third year is going to be big for us. And it also yeah. is going to be contingent based upon J.C. Jackson, too. Um, if J.C. Jackson's yep. on the field and it's 100%, I guarantee Asante is going to have a massive season also too. So, but yeah, Richie, Richie, team shaman, please dude, please. Witch doctor. Yes. I'll take them, please. Like we need it. We need it. Oh my God. Or avocado toast. Oh, oh, dude, man. I'll tell you what, man, oh. I've been making some avocado toast that has been amazing recently, dude. It's been, woo. It's been good stuff, but yes, please. I love avocado toast. <laughs> yep um, this is awesome too um yeah and, and we did talk a little bit about this Ari, and we did talk about davis um as a uh returner um as a return i mean again he is going to be kind of like a hybrid everything for us so we, we talked about him a little earlier um yeah so let's see okay here we go another question here from aether but again I, I think he's going to be solid, man. It'd be interesting yeah. to see what Ainsley does as well, too. I know he's going to probably put a little wrinkle into it as himself, you know. Yeah. But I think, um, um, I think, I think, uh, look, we have all the talent in the world. We say that every year. We just got to stay freaking healthy for once. Oh, it is, and then every secondarily year. move on again. You know, yesterday, uh, I or not yesterday, I guess it was Friday. We signed that guy Nick Williams. You know, on the defensive line, right? Thirty-three-year-old defensive tackle, and you know, it's it's you know, it's depth, right? Last year we had all these holes on the defensive line and people who just run the ball right through us. So yep. anyways, okay. So let's see, here we go. Um, Aether got a question for the bolts, uh, a super bowl, most likely play from the NAD. I'm not buying Philly. I think San Francisco, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I, Hey, I mean, I, I just want to get to the freaking super bowl, man. I mean, Hey, bottom. And I think I would love to see us, uh, <laughs> just yeah. get there, man. How easy. I mean, like, people freaking healthy. I'm just, it's just, it's been so, I, man. Yeah. I mean, you see that I'm a Padre fan back here too. We're just sucking wind right now. Me and me and James always talk yeah. about that as, as well too. So, um, okay. Um, and by the way, Nick Williams, I did a video on him on uh Friday. Um, just real quick, Larry, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, he's a death piece. Um, he's really a run stopper. And again, you have to remember with Brandon Steele's deep, it's all plugging a gap, in the A gap, you know, it just kind of moving the pocket, right? And so stopping the run game. And that's really what Nick Williams is good at. He's definitely not a pass rusher, but he's good at, at moving the pocket and disrupting the plays. So, yep. um, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing about Nick Williams, like he had a really, really good season with Khalil Mack in 2018, he did. by the way. So now once again, Big he's time. 33 years old. He's a little bit of an older guy, but he's an experienced guy. And a uh, cheap signing yep. for us. And I think it really kind of, we ended up signing him because uh, Covington ended up signing, I think with the Detroit Lions, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, so he did. I think yeah. that it was more just like, hey, we got to get a veteran guy, throw somebody out there. And and he kind of fit the bill for us. So, yeah. And I like uh, Matlock as well, too, Zach. I think, I think he was a good pickup. I, again, I think he's a bit raw. He's very, very strong. I think he was the third strongest uh, yep. offensive lineman. He did 29 reps on the bench press and, Look, but, uh, go ahead. His metrics actually were putting him at the highest. Uh, I think he was either first or second defensive tackle in the draft. Yeah. So he yep. didn't get put to the combine or anything. So everybody focuses on the combine. But his pro day, he was actually 
his metrics are like one and two, basically. So like he was actually considered as one of the highest based upon metrics, bench, cone drills, 40s, all those kind of things. So he, he could be massive, man. And I mean, he's coming for grown man's jobs. Remember, you know, there it right. is. grown man's job. <laughs> he's trying to take so. Hey, yeah, uh, Richard, Richard, this is a Charger Trump shirt. It's hilarious. It's like ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's like every time I wear it anywhere, it just gives me the weirdest looks. It's 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 a pretty ridiculous shirt. So basically, Trump's hair is basically the lightning bolt. It looks pretty exactly funny. correct. Yeah, Trump's hair is the lightning bolt. It's just it's just hilarious. So yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, but but again, guys, like again, I look Asante Samuel. I think J.C. Jackson's gonna have a bounce back here. I actually, again, I you saw my video. Um, I think he's going to, you know, I think he could be the bounce back player of the year, uh, JC Jackson, um, NFL comeback player of the year. And then I think Asante Samuel can have an excellent season as well, too. So I'm, I'm pretty hyped and, you know, we need butt and gut on that defensive line. Right, man. And, and I, and if people could just stay healthy, I think we'll be in fine shape. So. Hey, uh, what's um, R.E.M. at talking about? He's like Bowen Prescott, Arizona, if this, the Chargers sell, you know, it's funny, man. Like, and I don't know if R.E.M.'s out in Prescott or not, but. I've heard a lot of things and I live in Arizona. Everybody keeps talking about the Prescott's got a ton of Chargers fans up there. Like even to the sports stores, they have a ton of Chargers gear at the sports stores. And I've always wanted, and I love Prescott. It's amazing city, amazing city, great area and everything too. Um, but Hey, second one in Arizona and Prescott, that would be a wild situation to have the football stadium out there, but it'd be great weather out there. I mean, they have amazing weather up there. Yeah. So yeah, and, and and again, um, man, I just and it's great. And by the way, I'm I'm planning on moving down there as well too. Right now, I'm in Utah. That's where the director is at as well too, man. So I got I got to reach out to the director and try and get we do a little collab with him. Uh, all right, so should we go to our final uh, our final choice? Uh, oh, here we go. Let's let's go to Aether's question before we go to our our final defensive player, our, our bold predictions of breakout yep. players for us. Uh, Aether, my bold prediction is Chargers' first loss will be in Green Bay. Wow. Really, second wow. Bills versus Chargers. See, I, I think Green Bay is going to suck next year. Oh, I, just, I, I don't see them doing well. They got a good defense. But that's about it. I mean, it, well, I guess first loss versus Green Bay. You know, it's there's a lot of hype about the whole Jordan Love thing, and you know, it's funny. Like, watch the Pat McAfee show. One of the guys on there is a big, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, Packers fan and everything like that, and he's like, "I'm so excited about Jordan Love, <laughs> dude." It's a nerve wracking process when you. Yeah. Lose your starting quarterback to go to a new quarterback even with justin herbert yeah right i'm like to me i was kind of done with philip rivers back in like 2017 in my opinion yeah. like i just knew he was kind of like time to move on yeah yeah but then it's like yeah you got a guy who's somewhat consistent you know what you're gonna get and then yep. you gotta shift to a new guy and it gets scary man you don't know what jordan love's gonna be and i mean he from utah state small school like yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think they got a good defense. I don't really know about Jordan Love. So we'll see. We'll see if maybe the 2020 was just full of Hall of Fame-based quarterbacks at that point because that would be another one of them out of 2020 draft. That could potentially be a great one. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't, I don't you know, freaking uh, uh, Phil Rivers, man, boy, he, he he didn't believe in birth control. That's for damn sure, boy. He's got, what, 12, was it 12 kids? Maybe it's eight kids. I can't remember. I don't even know, man. Oh, my he God, was, that's so funny. Yeah. He was uh I had a buddy out in San Diego saying that Philip Rivers when he orders pizza from Pizza Hut, it's just some straight up like <laughs> double sausage, just like straight up calorie, straight cholesterol bomb pizzas. Yeah. And 
you know, I, whew, man, maybe he, I, I don't know how many you ordered at a time. Cause I don't know how many kiddies kids he got. He's got a, yeah, exactly. exactly. Team, you know? Well, and then I guess Gunner, um, his, you know, he's got the same throwing motion as uh, Phil Rivers as well too. So pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah, Aether. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I will say this. Um, I, I believe Vegas is saying we're going to get five, uh, we'll be 12 and five is what they're saying. Yeah. We're going to be right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I think 11 and six makes more sense, but you know, we can split hairs on that. You know, I, yeah. who knows? I mean, just guys, who knows, right? I mean, if this freaking team can stay healthy, I mean, come on, man. Like I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, all it is. I mean, I, th- I think about, I mean, what if JC Jackson was healthy all season? Okay. What if, what if, you know, Bosa was healthy all season, even if just Bosa was healthy all season, right? Yep. I, I feel like the pass rush would have been so better. Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, come on. Wow. Now. Come wow. on now. Come on now. I put that out well, in the ethos. Don't I put mean, that out in the ethos. <laughs> I'm confident that's what's going to be the Raiders this year. We are yeah, not Raiders nearly are, the Raiders. Like, it's going to be a dumpster fire. I'm going to do a video on the Raiders here shortly, guys, just to kind of as a prediction, just to get a little rise out of their fan base, man. And, uh, <laughs> That team is that that team is going to be in the dumps this year. Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I saw. I looked at their schedule and I was like, you might have two sure wins on that schedule based upon what my predictions are. And yeah. like I said, I mean, Hunter Renfro is probably going to get let go. That's what yeah. the rumors is. Crazy dude. Devonte Adams potentially is going to get traded off just because he's kind of like, I really don't like the direction of this team. Like, whew, Jimmy G, you whoa. He, Jimmy G's <laughs> gonna get injured by week three. Like, yeah, dude, dude, it's yeah. gonna be a mess. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and Leo, Leo, I want to say you probably came on a little late. I am actually doing a video tomorrow about Herbert and more. Yep. Um, I, I really want to see your guys' thoughts on it. Right. My my big prediction. I I don't want to say it yet. So watch the video tomorrow. But I but I'll say this that um, more solid, dude. I mean, and I think he's gonna unleash Herbert, man. I mean, yep. No more of these stupid five-yard bombs that Herbert was throwing all last damn season, right? And, you know, again, the scheme was just shit, right? It was terrible. I mean, I freaking hated it. And, you know, anyways, you, you know how much I hated that guy. Um, yeah, and again, I really do believe – look, bottom line – so I will say one thing. I'll give you a little tidbit of what, I, what I'm going to say about uh, the Cowboys compared to the Chargers, right? So the Cowboys in the NFC, shitty yeah. teams. They play defense a lot of times, right? They don't play as much offense, we got to compete with the Chiefs twice a year, folks. And guess what? You're not going to beat them by having a good defense because you know what? They're going to score no. points. So no. we have to just light up the scoreboard, and that's exactly what Moore's going to do with, with Justin no. Herbert. So and that's a tidbit of what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Um, you know. So anyways, I just think there's a lot to be said about that. Yep. Yeah, this, this is awesome right here too. I, man, Jimmy G spot, dude. That, guy, that guy's a trip, dude. That guy's a trip. <laughs> that guy's a trip, dude. I was going to say Hilarious. about Larry, man. You know, Larry, like basically we just need a ticket to the show. That's yeah. all it is. And yep, a ticket to the sure. show, and we'll see where we could go from there. And now I, I do fir- firmly believe, and just to kind of piggyback off Andy about lighting up the scoreboard, the thing about it is the key is seems to always be with the Chiefs. Score 35 points. Yep. You need yep. 35 points to win. Like, yep. same thing could be said about that Jaguar game. We needed 35 points to win that game. And that's what it was. Like, we were almost there, but yeah. – Third quarters were our, our killer. That's what basically where we end up losing games all the time. Yeah, so. by the way, that's one thing that I, I didn't uh, bring up on that video. I, I already pre-recorded it, but uh, that that Moore is very good in the third quarter, folks. Because he's good at making adjustments. Yeah. He yeah. finally, okay, fine. I'm going to switch things up. This isn't working. I'm going to switch it up. 
You see bare fronts, tight fronts. These running plays work against them better. And, you know, he does a much better job of switching things up. And that's where freaking Joe Lombardi was horrible, man. That guy just did the same damn thing over and over again and didn't work. Uh, so, yeah, you want to read uh, Aether's comment here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James, I got tickets for you next April. I'll meet you in Arizona. We're going to go to the Final Four or watch my Kentucky team. Ah, men's Final Four in Arizona. You know, man, it's kind of funny. I got a picture of me uh, going on the bus when – what team was yep. it that was? Uh, I don't know. It was on my Instagram a while back. But I acted like I was walking on the bus that was going for the Final Four. Dude, <laughs> I was dressed up in kind of like, you know, business kind of like attire. Dude, I fully could have walked on that bus and been courtside. They thought I was a coach. Like, it was oh, a trip. Really? <laughs> it was a trip, dude. It was so weird. So, yeah, dude, that'd be kind of cool, dude. I think they play that normally at Glendale. So, that's that would be yeah. awesome. That'd yeah, be really, for real. Really cool. For real. All right, so we want to talk about our final defensive player we think is going to yeah. be a uh, an actual breakout player for us this year, or at least bring some, you know, some – some heat as Aether likes to say, and everybody likes to say, because <laughs> nah, look, I, like I'll tell you right now, like I, I think, you know, um, again, we talked about JT Woods. I think JT Woods could be good. Could be, it'd be interesting to see if we, if we have Woods or, or low, you know, be the, be the other safety back there. Clearly they're happy with either one of those guys. Um, they didn't draft one. So, well, and also we still got Leonard, Dean Leonard as well. is still in con- yep. conversation as well too. So, all right. I'll bring it our final uh, defensive player here that we think is going to have an impact in the season next season. Drum roll, please. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, did you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's like a joke drum, though. But that's, that's more like a joke one. Sorry, I didn't work hard. Yeah, man. The more, the more I think about this guy, dude, I've watched a lot of film on this guy. Man, not only is he funny as hell, dude, he is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but man, he's a freaking stud, dude. He's played all over the field. He understands the offensive defense. He's going to be a, a, a dominant person on special teams. Uh, he plays a gunner most of the time, right? So um, he's fast. I and, I and again, we didn't pick up the fifth year contract for Kenneth yep. Murray. So yep. guess what? I don't think he's going to be our guy no more, man. And like, dude, I think Henley's going to have. I don't think he'll overtake Murray. I don't think it'd be a day one start or anything like that, but I could see him playing a little more out there. And, uh, Hey, he's better than drew tranquil. I'll tell you that much right now. Tranquil was okay, but man, tranquil just did not have the speed and he did not have the, uh, man, he just did not do a good job, man. I I don't know. I, he did all right, but man, there were some moments that he was in the wrong gap, picked the wrong hole. Didn't do where he he didn't be. he, He wasn't where he needed to be. It just was frustrating. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. And the thing about Drew and I going back, and I think we'll kind of weigh it. We ended up not signing him because I think uh, Brandon Staley wants to find more sh- veteran kind of guys to be leaders like, within yep. like positions. And that's why he ended up going with Eric Kendricks. And 100%. Kendricks is a very good leader. And I think he could kind of potentially teach uh, Kenneth Murray, but Dayon Henley, like, Man, the thing about him that I really like is that he was actually a player that I believe was a cornerback for a little while there too. He was a QB at one point QB. too, wide receiver, tight yeah, end, wide receiver, he's, he's, or wide he's receiver excuse me. The yeah, guy could catch the ball. He he could find ways to get interceptions. I think he's very aggressive at the line. I think he's going to be better in pass protection, and hence why we brought in Howard as the coach from that was the cornerback coach from the Browns to be our linebacker coaches. It's really going to be a big emphasis to have linebackers that can cover. The field, cover the pass. And Kenneth Murray always finds a way to not be in the right place. Nope. And 
there's kind of a prediction in my mind that I think Henley might take over the starting position at some point this I, season. I think he could. I think he could. And so I don't know. I'm excited about him. And I mean, our rookie class, I think we've really, really did a good job all around. We found a lot of gaps in our team. We have found a lot of players like Matlock. Some people in the chat talked about Matlock. We chatted briefly about him. He could be a factor down the field too. Let's yep. hope and pray that we do not have issues with our defensive line once again. Oh, like man. that was just an absolute mess last season. Yep. But I I do think that we have built really good. Like, and I look at one A squad, two B squad, three C squad, whatever it might 100%. be. Yeah. I think we've layered our team very, very well with a lot of yeah. good talent. And we have. Henley, I think, will have a little bit more field time than we realize uh, this upcoming season. And Because, uh, I mean, we really don't have that huge of depth at our linebacker position. Um, I feel like, you know, you got Kendricks and Murray, Nick Neiman and, and Dan Henley. And Nick Neiman's been one of those guys that I've been a big fan of. An Special Iowa guy too. Yep. Going back to the to the whole conversation, Telesco gets guys to be able to wait them in the wings until it's time is right for them. And, Neiman and Henley are basically this the B squad per se for that position, but I think Henley's going to find a way to elevate his game pretty heavily yeah. this year. He's I'm a, hyped. I'm hyped dude. on him as well. Good dude. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Willie, we we did talk about offense already as well too. And uh, again, I'm doing a video tomorrow about Herbert and more and that conversation. Yep. Um, guys, and if you haven't seen that Brett Coleman video, th there's two of them: one on the running game, and one on the pass. Go watch those. Those are probably some of the best videos that just break down offense and defense, or excuse me, just offense, right? The run game and the pass game, right? So amazing, dude. Yep. So. Um, and by the way, yeah, Aether, I love this prediction, man. Please stay healthy. Come Please. on, man. Come Please. on, dude. I, mean, I just that's a wrecking ball right there. Like, think of that. Mm. 28 sacks, 10 force fumbles. Holy smokes. Man, I would that love would that, be dude. Insane. I would just be so sick. Well, and and then you know, by the way, I do think Bosa might even have an opportunity to be comeback player of the year as well, too, right? I think True. I think the biggest thing about JC Jackson was JC Jackson was out for such a long time yeah. and Bosa yeah. came back. But I would look, I love Bosa. I got a Bosa jersey, guys. I got a Bosa jersey. I love the dude, man. And so yeah. I'm telling you, man, if 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 we would have just had both of those guys out on the field, I think it would be great. And I think again, like I said, hey, Dayon Henley's gonna be so sick, man. I just I'm just a huge fan. By the way, Leo or Ariam, just so you know, um, we were all there. The whole boat bros were yeah. at the at the stadium. We were there when we went for two. I mean, we were just out of our freaking mind. I barely missed Herbert's hand by like a little bit. I was like, when ah, couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get it. I reached out too short. Couldn't make it happen. Dang it, man. Yeah, that was, that was a great time, man. I mean, the, the uh, Thunder yeah. Alley, uh, East was pretty solid out there, too. Yep. Good little okay. crew there. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, Arizona in general is a pretty good area for uh, Chargers fans. So I, it yeah. was awesome, man. I, I wish they played here in Arizona every year. That would have been, yep. been awesome. Yeah, and, and and you're exactly right. K9, you know, he just he doesn't seem to see. And, I, and I, again, I think that's really right. what hurt us. Our linebacker play with these last few seasons hasn't been great. Drew Tranquil is okay. He's okay, not great. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why I didn't sign him again. You know, I mean, I think yeah. he did fine. You know, but when, when you got a guy like Kendricks out there, yeah, get Kendricks, man. You can afford him. Yeah, and again, yeah, um, yeah well, and the, again, and the um, thing is, though, it's crazy about Drew and how he signed with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs basically even said, "Hey, man, your your job is not guaranteed here as a starter." By the way, 100%. like, and they they didn't give him that position by any means. So, I mean, he 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 was willing to go to there for one year and and try to fight for a job essentially. So, 100%, 100%. we'll see. 
Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, and Zach, good point, man. A lot of people have had Henley as the number one middle linebacker in the draft. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 big. And by the way, I've been I've been in, in the chat. You guys think I should do a kind of a, a full reaction video on the draft? We were kind of thinking about it. I know it's past that, but I kind of just want to do like a recap. I loved our draft, and I even liked our undrafted free agents. And keep checking out our shorts that we're doing. I mean, I did a bunch mm-hmm. of them as well. Kind of you know, kind of introducing you guys to all the you know, uh, undrafted free agents we got, man. I Look, there's a lot of depth, and there's a couple guys on that team or just the undrafted free agents that actually might make the team as well, too. So, um, yeah, and Larry, you're right. I I, dude, I just think I, I think it might do it. And, and look, hey, this is great. I mean, so one of the things I'll say about in general about the draft, think about last season. We got a lot of cornerbacks last season, a lot. Uh, Taylor, Leonard. Um, we got a lot of lot of uh, corners, right? This season, we didn't yeah. get a lot. So they've had a whole year to look, and Taylor had some field time. Leonard and Taylor were pretty much good special teams folks. But those guys got to step up, right? Because yeah. we might not get Bryce Callahan back. We might not get another you know slot corner, right? So it'd be very interesting to see. And uh, Larry, you're exactly right. We do think that there's a good chance that Henley could take over K-9's job. He, he just – ain't nothing exciting about K-9, man. He, you know, we, we've yeah. given him as much – you know, we didn't pick up his fifth year contract, you know, yep. oh, Donnie Edwards. What a blast from the past, man. Dang. I haven't thought about Donnie Edwards forever, dude. That Dug. guy was the freaking man, dude. Yep. He oh. shows up still for some chargers things too. Like yeah, he does. fans and everything too. So he's still around hanging out. Yeah. And James over here punched freaking Sean Merriman in the chest. <laughs> coming into the game. No. That was hilarious. I'm, I'm shocked he didn't just yeah. tap you right back. I was like, Oh, damn, dude, that was a little drop. me. Doop. <laughs> Man, that was a trip, dude. <laughs> he tripped me oh. out, man. I mean, I didn't expect Sean Merriman oh. walking in the stadium with him, dude. Like, that threw me yeah. off, dude. Shocked. Dude, but, man, and I'll tell you, dude, our, man, I just, I just, we need, we need Bosa to have his head in the game, man. I know, I know he was yeah. frustrated, but he's got to control his emotions, man. That's kind of frustrating. So, yeah. um, yeah. uh, okay. So let me see if we, am I missing something here? Okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, what game do you think would be hard for us at home? Prepare f- for the Ravens. My internet connection might be a little weird here. Here we go. Yeah, I think we go. That's a little off. Um, yeah, it might be. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, I keep hitting the same button over and over again. So, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I, I I don't really respect Lamar Jackson that much. I don't know what it is about him. I just Me never too. think of him as a quarterback. I just yep. he's just a running back, you know. And and I I don't know. I Eh, I don't know. What What do you think? What do you think as far as a uh, hard game uh, this um, season at home? The The Bills. I'm going to just say um, Miami. First game of the season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say Miami. I would probably go with the Bills. Um, reason why is just because the Bills have had their way with us. Um, <laughs> and it seems like anytime that we play them, they end up their smoking with us. us. Yeah. They've had their way with us yeah. for sure. So yeah. I just feel like the Bills are a much stronger team. The Ravens don't scare me that much at all. Um, just like it, I think. I don't think Lamar Jackson's that good. I've always been uh, kind of critical about him. I mean, I think he had one really good season, which he obviously got an MVP. Hey, one good season is not enough for an entire career, by the way. And since then, he has not been able to play at that level. I think he's a little bit more of a crybaby, in my opinion. Um and I mean, he was, yeah, I think he sat out last year and basically gave up on the team bitch. and then he got paid for that. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, talk a little bit more about the draft here, man. I mean, I tell you, like, I think, um, you know, again, I love the draft. And by the way, this is Daryl, you and I are almost on the same page on that, man. Like, again, I didn't know much about Q. I didn't think he was, you know, I, I wanted to say flowers, right. Cause I just wanted a speedy guy to bust the zone, but man, I think he was the right guy, man. I'm, I'm hyped on him. And then you got Henley and then Tuli, I think he's going to be good. Tuli's only 20 years old. By the way, he's still, he's our only person that's not signed right now. Correct. I think he's the only one that is not, you know, he was still out the there doing class, drills correct? too. So I don't really know if he's signed or not, but like he was still out there doing some drills uh, with the rookie camp. So um, I really don't know. I mean, I know for the moment, yeah, it looks like it was, I think six of the players right now are only signed. So kind of, yeah, that's weird. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think they will. I think you're going to see a bit of a rotation this season. Um, again, you always rotate defensive linemen anyways, but I do think that, um, you're going to see a rotation. Tuli's going to be out there. Tuli's going to be out there. You know, he's a second round pick. He's going to be out there. Now, how many snaps he gets, they might just say, all right, Mac, you're out, you know, for this, this, you know, drive, we want you ready for the fourth you know, quarter or whatever. Um, but I think I think I think you're going to see more of a rotation this season, and I, I think that's smart. Yep. That's smart. Yep. Well, um, and the thing is, too. I mean, thinking of next year, too. I mean, that's the thing. They got to get the guy familiar and comfortable being yep. on field. So you have to go out there yep. and start just getting them some snaps here and there for sure. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, Daryl, you're probably right. I mean, to me, they're our freaking kryptonite, man. You know. Yeah. Always. You know, y'all punch. Punch Mahomes right in the dick, you know. All right, here we go. Lamar's the same age as Herbert. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look, dude, the guy, the guy's good. I mean, say what, say what you want to say. The guy, the guy's, yeah. he's amazing, right? You know. Um, I, look, and I just think, and I think when you know this, this is why the NFL you don't want to have a running quarterback because you get hurt, right? And yeah. man, there was a couple of games that guy was just running all over the place. I mean, the man's a natural talent. Don't get me wrong. But, dude, you cannot continue running like that in the NFL. You're going to get broke, you know. And yeah. that's actually well, one speed. of the things that I've been. Yeah. What's that? Speed, speed declines. And the yep. thing about it is, is that you do need to throw the ball. I mean, he's over here is talking about it. I'm going to throw 6,000 yards next season. Like, yep. I don't know about that, man. You're probably going to throw around your 3,000 yards and then you're going to run a thousand something or other like yards yep. on ground. You're probably going to do that. Yeah. You got Odell Beckham Jr. Cool. I know you got Zay Flowers. Cool. Like, I don't think you could throw the ball down that far down the field in no. my opinion. No, I mean, I, no. I've never looked at him as like a deep field threat kind of guy. So um, I just don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Lamar's a good player. I've never been a big fan of him. Um, yeah, me, me so. either, man. Yeah. Running quarterback for 6K, I could see that happening. But the 6K is a lot of yards, by the way, in 17 I, games. I could see it, though. I could see it. And the, and the reason being is, I, again, I really think we're, we're going to get a grasp. We're going to do a lot of no huddle as well, too. In fact, I, it, what yep. was it? 70% of the time the Cowboys ran no huddle. I do think oh, they're going to run that like the same that. way. Yeah. yeah. Get as many snaps in as possible. And I, and again, that's a big reason why Mike McCarthy did what he did. He said, well, I want my defense to rest. Well, screw that. Light up the damn scoreboard. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, this, let's, so let's, let's go through some of these final questions and then uh, we can wrap. I know we're almost about an hour 15 now. Dugan, look, I actually think we could use him a lot like a Taysom Hill that the saints use, you know, kind of yeah. a hybrid tight end type person. I mean, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, Telesco and Staley have always said they like to have three quarterbacks uh, suited up. You know, kind of makes sense, I suppose. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Leonard Floyd. You know, I think a lot of people are talking about him. And by the way, guys, we signed a lot. We have what thirteen? I'm looking at the cap right now. I think we have thirteen million left cap space. Yep. 
Yeah, we got we got 13 million left right now, which is which is pretty good. So you know we, we got some cap here. Actually, let's just let's just get rid of that here. Oh, oh. Hey, it's funny because there were some rumors about uh, Quentin. Oh, you're not even on here. Now. There we there go. You are. There we go. There, uh, go. there were some rumors about Quentin Williams potentially getting traded to yep. the Chargers, which I mean, he's an absolute beast, and I think he's a phenomenal defensive tackle. Um, yep. We don't have the money to spend for that guy. By no, the way, we can't no. afford that guy at all. So yeah, and, and John um, Johnson, I'd love to get, but he, man, I was seeing he was wanting like 13 million a year or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that's I don't think crazy. That's that's too crazy. much money. So. Um, yeah, uh, rookie running backs, you're exactly right. We talked quite a bit about the offense already. Um, yeah, Herbert's going for six. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Like, watch my video tomorrow. I'm going to talk quite a bit about that. Um, man, I just think I just think with more, we're going to do the right thing. Um, you know, and and REM, I do think we're going to be rotating players in and out quite often. I, I think yeah. it makes sense because, look, Allen and Williams, you know, are older, you know, and they've been injured, man. Like, I, we want people on the field. And – you know, if you could give them a breather here and there, put Q out there, Darius, and you know, focus on the run game. We're gonna we're gonna smash the ball down their throat, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, I think it makes a big it makes some sense. I I can see some you know switch ups. Yeah. Um, oh, so th this is a good question too. Uh, actually, Aether brought this up. You know, was this uh, okay? So you know what basically what what he did is. Um, he did kind of the hybrid zone type thing against um, Miami, but he, but he basically wanted to jam him at the line. Cause the reason, the reason why they did so well last season was they kind of ran that sort of choice route down the middle of the field. They just broke a, they split the safeties and just were able to go vertical. So if you could just put somebody on the body of Waddle or Hill, and then you have safety help up top, then he's not going to throw the ball at him. Right. So yeah you had to make somebody else beat them. Right. So um, anyways, I think, I think that's yeah. very similar to what he's probably going to do. Well, they definitely uh, took, took away the middle of the field pretty much. And that's where the, a lot of their plays were Tyreek and Waddle were basically going to kind of middle base route. Yep. And we basically just filled those gaps and put people in front of them and people put people yep. on them and people on, above them. And it pretty much just, threw them completely off. I mean, Tua looked terrible in that game. Yeah, he did. He looked, he looked horrible. terrible. Yep. But it'll be great to be able to see, like, if we have JC Jackson on the field, how much different that's going to be for us. Yep. I mean, if, so, if, he, if he's going to be 100%, that's going to be great to watch. That's going to be a great battle all around. Yep. And uh, RM, just so you know, um, Kellen Moore, and I'll talk about this more on my video tomorrow. I, I know I keep hyping up my video tomorrow. Hopefully, <laughs> folks, you know, but I will say this uh, Kellen Moore out of 11 personnel ran the ball 30% um, of the time. So, so I think I think we're looking at a 60-40 blend, um, you know, and and then Eckler still don't know the situation with Eckler, man. I tell you, you know, he, I don't know, I'm I'm a little frustrated with Eckler the way he's been chirping, and I don't know, I get yeah. a little, I'm a little frustrated with his situation. I, I I understand he wants to get paid. Dalvin Cook wants to get paid too, but no, the NFL doesn't care about running backs, man. Those are yeah. they're dime a dozen at this point, and it is what it is, right? Yeah. Duggan looks good, um, dude. I just think it, it'll be really interesting. And by the way, JT Woods, uh, this is another thing that I, I thought about a lot, right? JT Woods is a guy that really needs to step up this season. He really yeah. does. I think he's that guy. Um, I do think um, he's got to step up. He's got to step up. So, yep. Yep. well, the thing about JT, he's got great speed. Yeah, I think yep. the thing about him is that he needs to figure out how to tackle. If you look at a lot of his highlights, 
at Baylor. It's more like, oh, he had like athletic base, like interceptions uh, using his speed, but not really doing like any crazy, crazy tackling. He just doesn't seem consistent in that level. And I think that's the whole thing that they've been working with him on is yeah. find a way to be able to utilize his speed, but also make him a good tackler. Because I mean, that position is going to be kind of, in my opinion, it's about Alohi or JT at this point. So yep. we'll see where he ends up going. Yeah, and 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 I would say, and Leo, this is a great point too. Game one, two is not good outside the yep. hash marks. I agree with that. He he's uh, he's he's kind of a trick pony, in my opinion. You know, I think he's okay, but not great. Yep. You know, um, yeah, and and again, I think our defense can be good. I, and I think a big part of this is we've got to stay healthy, man. I mean, I I mean, I'll tell you. Um, and one thing that that I'll say too, this is the the biggest complaint, JT. Woods is that um, he couldn't tackle. Missed yep. one play against Hopkins in Arizona, and he ran free. Safety is very difficult to play underneath Staley's um, uh, system, right? There's a lot of pre-snap read, and everything is basically designed to go downhill. Go downhill. Yep. Look down, run play, pass play, run play, you know, and don't let him get anything behind. So it, it's it's a difficult position to play. Uh, I think that's a big reason why Adderley probably retired. He's like, I got my, I'm done. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. And it's interesting because uh, Abria Angel also brought up the whole thing about what about just Sir Taylor. And it's interesting because I initially had him being yep. kind of the, uh, the, the third cornerback on our team, but then I keep thinking, well, if JC Jackson could come back and be that dude, he's, he's going to get pushed around somewhere or another. And I think just Sir Taylor is a stud. And I think he played extremely well against the dolphins too, by the way. And so I think all around, I'd he love did. to be able to he play JC also to be on this team somewhere or another. It's just, you know, you got Mike Davis, you got basically, you know, uh, uh, Sante Samuel Jr. here. You got JC Jackson, if he's going to be 100%. It's going to be just one of those things. It's going to be tough to be able to put all of our players on field at the same time. But I like Jasir Taylor a lot. I think he's very, very good. Yeah, and... um Charger Chris here said JT Woods might be good. JT and again, JT he has all the tools. He's That's fast. Cool. He's tall. He's lengthy. Yeah. You know he, cool. he, he he look. He just he just has to be better at understanding how to tackle, and and be more aggressive. You know, um, look. And I I wouldn't be surprised if we did trade Eckler. Um, but man, I just don't know. You know, I again right right now the rumor is that he's going to go to um, the Rams, which is weird. You know, yeah. Um, but he wants to get paid. That's what he cares about. He wants money, right? Mm-hmm. And it is, it is what it is. Um, yeah. And then H H four, you're exactly right. You know, uh, Ecker. Uh, I think right now is a bit of, bit of a toxic situation. So, um, all right, Jim. So we should we should end the uh, end this thread here. So um, I know it's it's one of those things where you know we we could say about this all day every day and and just have a long conversation around the chargers and again the whole reason why we do this is to to, to communicate with folks and have conversation i would say this i think for some brain amazing for us i just want to stay healthy for a damn change please. i don't know what our yeah please yep we just got to stay healthy folks Agreed. Agreed. As to you. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. And the, the whole thing about it is like, and, and I, 
I'm just hoping as a bold prediction that's going to happen, that we're going to end up being a very, very healthy team next year. That's definitely something I would love to be able to see instead of just having injury after injury after injury. You know, my thing is, though, is I'm hoping that there's just a couple players. And going back to the reason why we did this video is that we had basically one of our viewers from last week talk about, hey, look, you need to get some big contributors to come from unexpected places like rookies or new signees or even current players on the team. As long as we could find those guys on this team, and that's what this whole video is all about, is finding those guys that can really elevate this team even further, and they will elevate their play all around for this team. So these are just guys that we're pointing to. Obviously, we could point at a lot of other people out there that are on this team, but I feel like there's just a couple of players that need to find ways to be able to elevate this team, and I'm, I'm excited about it, man. And, yeah, and Aether even talking about saying 4-0, uh, going to the bye, I – see a lot of people talking about that hype train and everything too. And I think it's very possible. So um, we'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes, but I'm excited for the season guys. We're getting close. We're getting to that point to where training camp's going to open up. We're getting to that point to where football is back. I cannot wait all around. So I'm looking forward to it guys. 100%. I think Andrew might be all right. Uh, James, want to hit so. the button? I know my internet's yep. acting a little bit weird right now. Yep. So that's all good. Appreciate you guys. Like, subscribe, sub. We appreciate all your support, everything that you guys ended up having here, and all the comments and such. We always appreciate it. But once again, guys, James and Andrew from Bolt Bros, let's go.